They might be so cute. They might be a 10, but they don't want a marriage. And that's what you want. So what are you going to do? If you're clear on what you want and you've done the work, you're going to say, well, that sucks. Welcome to Heavy Pages, a journey from separation to divorce. This podcast is where we embrace the weight of life's heaviest chapters together. I'm your host, Josie, and I believe that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. So join me on this transformative journey where we find strength, resilience, and healing in every story. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Heavy Pages. I'm Josie, your host, and today we're going to talk about the first sexual encounter after a separation. I recently came across a post where a woman was talking about how she had her first disappointment with a person that wasn't her husband, that she decided to try and get vulnerable with this person and she also decided to go to bed with them. But then she finds out that they just want to be friends and that it was a huge blow to her self-confidence. And I have a few things to say about this. And I know if you listen to my other journal entries, episodes that you have heard me uh, talk a lot about this because I have been that person for sure. More than once, unfortunately, until I learned my lesson. So I'm here to advise you on how to avoid this, how to avoid this altogether. One of the first things that I will say about this particular situation is that this woman goes on to explain that she didn't actually have a conversation with her partner or the man that she was seeing or dating or talking to about what her expectations were. And this is very important. We are not children anymore. We're not like, are you my boyfriend? Are you my girlfriend? You, you can't feel bad about doing those sorts of things. So again, we are not children. So first of all, if you are just in the mood for some physical intimacy, cool. Do you? You're an adult. You have a right to do what you wish with another adult that is also doing what they wish and you're both consenting. Go for it. Nobody should judge you. Some might, but who cares? This is you. This is what you want. You have been separated a while. You really miss, you know, having that comfort, that feeling, that release. Go for it. Cool. But you have to know for yourself first. What do you want? Are you just looking for a fun time? Cool. Can you handle just having a fun time? Cool. Are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking for monogamy? Are you looking for a partner? You need to know all that first. And the person that you're with needs to know that also. Because I'm not saying that if she would have had a conversation first and told this person, 
I want us to be in a relationship. And he says, yeah, sure, cool, because he wants to get her into bed. They get into bed, and then he's like, see ya. Then maybe it wouldn't be her self-confidence that is hurt because she was clear in what she said, and what she realizes, this guy was a fucking asshole, right? So this is what we want to avoid. Coming out of a separation, you're already super vulnerable. You're already... Uh, unsure about yourself, probably unsure about your value. You might feel like you've been rejected. And so knowing that someone else might be interested in you gives you a sense of worth. And this is why the first thing I'm going to say is do not get in any sort of relationship with anyone right after your separation, even for a while. And I'm going to say this, even though I did not do this, but if you want to do a better job than I did, I would say six months to a year. Some people might say, holy crap, that's crazy. But yes, you have so much to deal with, with your own ending of a relationship, ending of something that you have been envisioning, that you have been creating a future for in your mind. This is not the time to jump in with somebody else because if you do, you're not doing it in your healthiest. You're not doing it with a clear mind. And what you are doing is attracting the wrong type of person. Or or you might actually have had the opportunity with the right person, but they recognize, wait a minute, you're the red flag because you are still working through the trauma because it is a trauma, a separation and divorce, and you are not where you need to be. And they maybe are put together and they see this and they're like, this is not for me. And they leave and they could have been at the right time, a great person for you, but you were not ready for them. I hope that makes sense. So the first thing I say is stay away from relationships, first of all, as much as you can. And Like I had mentioned earlier, if you just need physical touch, I honestly still don't think that you should do that because you know how we are. We are an open wound right now. And we might just say, this is just for me to get off and have a great time and blah, blah, blah. But it probably isn't. You're going to attach some emotion to that act because you are full of overwhelming emotions at the moment. And then you might get hooked to somebody emotionally that you already knew, I would never want a relationship with this person. I'm just going to fool around with this person. But then you get connected to them. You get, oh no, well, you project and whatever on them. And then you get stuck with somebody that's not good for you. So don't do that if you can avoid it. Listen, I'm going to be completely honest here. There are plenty of toys out there. Not the same, I get it, but in a pinch, it'll do. And if it's going to save you from heartache and more beating yourself down for self-worth and all that kind of stuff, then I say, heck, it, it's worth giving it a try. Okay, so I hope that that part has made sense to you. So what I, my next suggestions for this person, obviously, the first one is just try and not do it at all. The second one is, have conversations. When you meet this person and you think about what you want, I'm going to assume 
that, or I'm going to give a scenario. I'm not going to assume. I'm going to give a scenario where you've dated somebody for maybe two or three dates. By then, you should know what do you think about this person? What do you want from this person? What are you hoping for in general? So for me, I, after my separation, well, after I got better, after I healed from my separation, I felt like I don't mind dating, but I want this person to be in his place. I want to be in my place. I want to be able to meet him on the nights I don't have my son and on the weekends I don't have my son. But on the other time, I want to do my thing and he can do his thing. And I'm perfectly cool with that. Now, some people might be like, well, no, I want a life partner. I want to meet somebody and start that relationship with the end goal being marriage and family. Cool. Neither of them are wrong, but you have to know which one you want. And then you have to be prepared to have that conversation with the other person. And then you have to be prepared that that person is not on the same page as you. And this is where you need to be very clear in what you want because they might be hot, they might be so cute, they might be a 10, but they don't want a marriage. And that's what you want. So what are you going to do? If you're clear in what you want and you've done the work, you're going to say, well, that sucks. But thank you for telling me now. So neither of us are wasting time. It was great knowing you. Good luck. Good luck in your endeavors. And you move your separate ways because you're clear on what you want. And the same goes with if he wants marriage and three kids and you're like, I I am a a single mom. I have one child. I don't want any more kids. It's not going to work out between us. You're great and you're nice, but that's not what I want for my future. Right? Are you going to sit there and say, well, he's cute and whatever, and he wants three kids, so I'm going to go for it? Yikes. Think about that. So the most important thing is communication. If you don't feel comfortable speaking to this person about what you want, then you should not feel comfortable being ready to get into bed with them because all of that is part of the comfort. All of that is part of the intimacy. All of that is being able to have a conversation with them and then being able to listen to you and be on the same page or not, but respect what you're looking for and what you are expecting. Honestly, I think that if you feel like you cannot talk to this person, that's a red flag. And why would you want to move forward with them anyway? That's kind of how I see it. So in that same vein, if you don't feel the comfort of talking to them, if you don't feel secure in yourself of talking to them, if you feel like if I tell them this, they're going to leave, that means that you still have some work to do on your self-worth. Because if they leave, that's okay. That means that they were not the person for you. Expanding more on that about if you feel like you cannot tell this person what you expect and what you want. And you can't tell them because of fear, because you're scared that they are going to reject you, because you're scared that this is your last chance at love, because you don't think that anyone else is going to find you attractive or that you're ever going to meet another man, then that all boils down to you still have work to do on your self-worth. You are enough for the right person. You can't sell yourself cheap just because there might not be another opportunity. Because let's be honest, maybe there is no other opportunity, 
but you have just come out of a bad relationship. Maybe you didn't think it was bad, but it ended up ending. Is this what you want to do with yourself in the future? Just get into something that is not aligned with your happiness and peace just so that you won't be alone? No. You should rather be alone and happy and thriving and doing amazing things with your life than being with somebody that is not bringing you joy, peace, or happiness because then, well, at least you're not alone. So if the case is that they'll listen to you, but you don't dare say it because you are scared of rejection, self-worth needs to be worked on. That is where you need to put your focus. Another thing that I'll say that will help avoid this is setting boundaries. You know how they say, I don't know how many different suggestions have been out there about 30-day rule, don't have sex until you've been with someone for 30 days, which I think is actually kind of short, but also some people say longer, some people say third date, some people say whatever. What is your boundary? Think about what you feel is important, how long you feel it will take for you to actually truly know someone and be comfortable with them and stick to your boundary. Don't let yourself get pressured into doing something that you don't want to do, which is then going to hurt you. Not them. They'll walk away and move on and do their next thing, but you're the one who's going to stay hurt. You're going to take the ego hit. You're going to take the self-worth hit because you didn't stick to your boundary. So what is your boundary? Be clear on what your boundary is. And it's different than what you want from your partner, right? So what boundary you set when I will allow myself to get physical? In what instance I will allow myself to get physical? In what kind of relationship I will allow myself to get physical is different than being clear on what type of relationship you have. Do you see the difference between those two? You can say, I my boundary is that I will not have sex or sleep with someone for 30 days. You guys really hit it off, and he tells you, I want us to be committed to each other. I want to be your boyfriend. I want us to be partners in a relationship. And he tells you that in two weeks. Okay, this is what you want. You want a a relationship. You want a committed relationship with somebody. Great. But you're not to your 30-day mark, so you know that your 30-day mark is your boundary because... 30 days is not a long time to know somebody anyway. So you want to be his girlfriend in two weeks? Cool. But that doesn't mean, oh, well, now we're boyfriend, girlfriend, so I'm going to bring my boundary forward and I'm going to sleep with you now. No. Stick with your boundaries. You have it. You set it. There has to be a huge, huge, huge reason for you not to set it. And it's not because he said nice things to you. It's not because he showed you more attention. It's not because he gave you a cute gift. It's not because he gave you puppy eyes. It's not because he says, oh, I really need it, babe. And if you loved me or you really committed to this relationship, you do it. No, none of that. So set boundaries, stick with boundaries. Boundaries are not the same as what you expect out of the relationship. They're two different things. 
They both go together in a way, but you have to make sure that you're clear on both of them. I think the last thing that I'm going to say about this is to stay open to new experiences. You're going to kiss a lot of frogs. Trust me. I... I did, you know, just listen to my journal entries. You will see that I did. And it's getting even harder out there now. I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's even worse now. People just want to hook up. They don't want to be in committed long-term relationships. They are, it's just harder. I'll just say that. It is harder. So you are going to be disappointed quite a few times, but Don't close yourself off. Just make sure that you are clear and who you are and what you want and what you deserve so that you are open, but only to the type of partner that is going to align with what you want. Because if you are firm on your expectations and you are clear on yourself and you're clear on your value, low quality men are not going to approach you because you are going to have that attitude. And some people might call it bitchy. Some people might call it high and mighty, whatever. If you want to call it whatever you want, call it whatever you want. But this is how you're protecting yourself. And this is how you're making sure that your next relationship is going to be, it's going to start at least on the right foot for long-term growth and lasting. So who cares if someone's like, oh, you you have high, you you have too much too high of expectations. Is there such a thing? I mean, let's be real. If you're asking for a millionaire that is got an Olympic size body and zero kids and no family, so that you don't have to worry about mothers in laws and you know what I'm saying, just some really ridiculous thing, then of course. But you're not gonna do that because you are gonna know what you are worth and what your value is, and you know what kind of man will value you also because he's going to be the right type of man. And everybody else, you won't even give them the time of day. And that is where you want to be. And if you want to know how to get there, then first, I definitely invite you to check out my free chapter checklist, the five chapters of surviving a separation. Chapter three is about building up your self-worth and learning how to love yourself and be okay being alone unless the person that you meet is the quality that deserves you. Not, Not that you deserve because you deserve everything, but the person that deserves you. So check that out. You can find the free chapter checklist in my show notes, or you can find it at heavypagespodcast.com. So I really hope that you found this episode interesting. If you are struggling, like I mentioned, download the chapter checklist, take a look, see where you are on your journey. There are five chapters and there's a little bit in every chapter that you might relate to, which is perfectly fine. Just see which one you are closest to or have more checks on. And, you know, you start working on that one. There are plenty of different ways that we can get you where you need to be. Trust me that when you are given off that correct vibe, you are going to attract the correct man. And if you don't, you also are amazingly happy where you are in life. So you don't even notice. 
That's the goal. That's where we want to get you. So check out the checklist. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have any questions, you always can reach out to me. There is a place to reach out to me on the website. You can find me on Instagram. Sky's the limit. Just do a quick search and I'm all over the place. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks again. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now. That's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.